Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yuma Daf Nun Vav. And we're picking up from a question that we had on Nun Heyomud Beis. We said that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold a Brera. And that's why we couldn't just take four Zuz out of the bucket of money of Chavis and Adavis for the guy who gave his donation for his bird carbon which costs four zoos. You can't just take four zoos, throw it in the ocean, and say, oh, this was his, because that would be braver. You're saying that Davka, these four coins out of the whole bucket are this man's carbon. Now, how do we know that Yehuda holds that we don't say braver? So, the first proof the Gemara brings is from a case that's brought in, in, in Gitin, Sukkah, and Ervin. It's about a guy who buys wine from a kuti on Erev Shabbos. And now it's Shabbos. He wants to drink the wine. But the problem is that he didn't take off Trumus and Maestris. So what could he do? So Rev Meir says, he could say, look, two lug out of this whole bucket, this whole jug, that's Truma. Ten lug will be Maestris Rishon. Nine lug will be Maestris Shani. And now I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna drink the rest of it. So he's doing brera by saying that whatever I separate after Shabbos, that was the trumas and that I separated on Shabbos. Revihudas and uh, Revihudas and Shimon over there say you can't do that because that's brera. And Revihuda clearly holds ain brera. No, that seems like a good raya, no? Omar says, wait, who says that's a raya? Over there, in that sugya, they turn to Rav Meir and they say, Rav Meir, you say that you could do this whole Brayer shtickle. Why are you saying that? You're only letting him do this because you're worried that maybe there's going to be a, a crack in the jug. It's going to fall, it's going to smash. And then you're not going to have the chance to actually set aside the Trumas and Maestras that you had decided on. Yeah, and Rav Meir's like, yeah, Taka, it's going to break. So you see, the only reason why Rabbi Yehuda over there was saying that you can't make this Truma and Meiser Brera thing was not because it's an issue of Brera. The issue was that it might shatter and then you won't have actually put aside anything. It's not that you won't be able to pick it out of the barrel. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda does hold Brera. So we have to bring another Raya there. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold a Brera. The second Raya we have is from Ayoy. This is where a person sets up an Erev Tchumen on Erev Shabbos because he knows that his Rebbe is coming from out of town. He knows that there are two rabbis coming. There's two Magidim. One from the west, one from the east. And he puts out two Erev Tchumen to be able to go to greet his Rebbe. But he doesn't know from which direction he's coming from. So he puts up two Erev Tchumen and he says, look, if I decide to go to the west, then I want that to be my Erev Tchumen. I can walk 2,000 miles in that direction to the west. But if I decide on Shabbos, I want to go to the east, and then my eastern Erev Tchumen is going to be active and not the western one, and I'll be able to walk 2,000 miles in that direction to the east. Rev Yehuda says you can't do that because you have to pick one direction. Either you're going west or you're going east. You see, Rev Yehuda doesn't let you do Brera. And the Gemara over there asks, wait, well, why don't we say Let's say the guy sets up his two Eruvim and he says, whichever one the Chacham comes from, if he comes from the West or the East, that will be activated by the Chacham coming on Shabbos. Lachar, that's also Brer, no? 
Why would that work? Why would why, even Rabbi Huda would say that would be okay if it's totally on where the chacham is, not on what you decide to activate? Elamai Rav Yechanan says that where the chacham decides by coming which eruv is activated, that's where the chacham was already there on Shabbos. I, setting up my Aruvim, didn't know whether he was west or east. So I made the Tanai based on him. But the Chacham was already there. There's no prayer happening there. That's why Rav Yehuda said that was okay. So now that we say Rav Yehuda doesn't hold a Breira, and we have a Raya from Aruvim. Beseder, he doesn't hold a Breira, but still, why don't we hang up signs on two separate stands in the Kodesh for when the Kain Gadol comes out with the blood of the Seir, so he's, now he has two cups. Why? Rav Yehuda says there's only one, one golden stand. Set up two and just label them. This is for the par. This is for the seer. Rav Yehuda on Yom Kippur has a separate issue because the Kohen Gadol is very tired. And there's many halachas in which we change something in the Avodah because we're worried about the strength of the Kohen Gadol. So Rav Yehuda is worried that maybe he won't have the das, the attention to notice which stand is which, and he might mix them up. Vahoraya, why don't we set up two stands without any sign and just let him look? This one has a ton of blood because it came from an ox from the from the par, and this one has very little because it came from the seer. Elamai, we're worried that the Kangal is not going to concentrate, so we give him one stand, so he'll always have one cup in his hand. He won't mix them up. Uh, who, uh, who says that there's, a, that there's all the blood of the cow is in one and all the blood of the seer is in the other? In Echanam, if we did that, then one would be have a lot more blood. Maybe we would just take some from each carbon. Now we actually have a postdoc. It says, Kol dama Yehuda is telling us that you have to take all the blood from the carbonus. So in Echanam, they do look different. We're just worried about the strength of the Kayan Gadol. Okay, why don't you just look at the two bloods? One has a darker color and one has a paler color. Elamai! We're worried about the strength of the Kayan Gadol. So therefore, we're not even going to rely on signs. We're going to have one stand and avoid any possibility of him mixing up the bloods. There was someone learning in front of Rava. And he was describing the Kohen Gadol's Avoidah. And he says that he came out of the Kodesh Kodashim with the blood of the Seir. And he puts it down on the second stand. So, so far he's going like the Rabbana. There are two stands. But then he said, he picks up the Par's blood and then he puts down the Seir blood. So Rav says, whoa, hang on a second. Why is he picking up the Par blood first? First, put down the Seir, the one that you just sprinkled, and then you can pick up the par if there are two stands. You're talking like the Rabbanon that there are two stands, but you're talking like a Yehuda that you're picking up the par blood first. So Elamai, he said, oh, you're right. And he switched it around. He said, first put down the Dam Seir and then pick up the Dama par. Okay, today was a bit of a shorter daf. Have a wonderful day!